Hi everyone, welcome back to Cooking with Carol. Today I'm going to share with you a fudge bar recipe that we used to take to a lot of picnics and potluck dinners. And sometimes when mom wanted to stretch the recipe a little bit further, instead of putting the mix into a 13 by nine inch pan, she would put it into a jelly roll pan. And it would bar would be a little bit thinner, but it would go ahead and, and feed more people. And so this is the recipe that I wanna share with you today. So the ingredients are pretty similar to what you're gonna find in a lot of recipes for bars. The uh, one thing, the buttermilk, that I have talked about this before, but here we have a half a cup of buttermilk. And so you may need to make the recipe a little bit different than what I told you before. What you'll put is one and a half teaspoons of vinegar into a liquid measuring cup. And then you'll fill the cup up to the half cup mark with milk. And that will give you sour milk. You'll let it sit for a couple of minutes and you'll notice that the milk will curdle. And so you can use that instead of the buttermilk. Then also this recipe takes cocoa powder. But if you look at the picture closely of the ingredients, you'll notice that it doesn't look like powder, it looks more like a cocoa paste. And the reason for that is because we mix it with hot water. And that just makes it a little bit easier for it to blend into the batter when you add it. Then we also have a glaze recipe with this. So when we start out, make sure you have your hands clean in all of your cooking and preparation area. You preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit and then spray a 13 by nine inch baking pan with cooking spray and then set it aside. In a large bowl, you'll add your sugar and your butter and you'll cream that with an electric mixer until it's nice and fluffy. Then crack your egg into a small bowl. And the reason that I do this again is so that if you do get any of the eggshell, in your bowl, you'll be able to get it out much easier than if you have it mixed in with any of your other ingredients in the large bowl. And so when you're done cracking your egg, remember that you wash your hands with water and soap to make sure you get any remaining raw egg off of your fingers. Then you'll, at this time, you'll take the cocoa and add the tablespoon of hot water to it, and then just stir it until it, it forms a paste. And if it's a little too thick, you can go at, ahead and add just a little bit more hot water, just so that you can stir it easily, and then that'll be fine. Then what you do is you take your egg and this cocoa mixture that you've mixed up, and your vanilla extract, and you'll add that to your creamed mixture, and then you'll use your electric mixer to blend that all together. Then the next thing you add is your buttermilk, and you will use the mixer to blend that in as well. Then the final thing that you add is your flour and your baking soda. And with this, I use a mixing spoon instead of my mixer because this doesn't make the gluten develop so much in your flour. So you'll have a much more tender bar if you don't use your mixer. So just use the mixing spoon until you get your flour and baking soda incorporated. Then you'll pour it into your baking pan, spread it out so it's nice and even, and then bake it about 12 to 15 minutes. It's gonna depend on your oven. For my oven, it took 15 minutes and it was done. You can tell that it's done by taking a toothpick, insert it in the center. If it comes out clean, it's done. 
Or as I mentioned before, you can take your finger and just touch the middle of the bar. And if it springs back, you'll know that it's done. And this is now what the glaze takes. So in a small saucepan, you'll combine your butter, milk, and sugar, and you will bring it to a boil over medium heat. Make sure you stir constantly because this will burn easily because the sugar and the milk, they kind of like to stick to the pan. So make sure you stir it constantly. Boil it for one minute, then take it off the heat and add your chocolate chips. Then you can beat it with a spoon. It can be a metal spoon like I have here, or if you find it's easier to beat it with a wooden spoon, either one is perfectly fine. You'll wanna beat it until it cools down some and it just begins to thicken because it is pretty thin at first. But if you'll notice at the picture that I have, the fourth picture, when you take your spoon and you move away part of the glaze, if you can find that there's a strip that does not come back, fill in real quickly, then you're done. But the thing is, remember, this is a glaze, so you want it to still be pourable so that then you can just quickly spread it over your bar. And this is really important not to cool it down too long because if it gets too thick, what's gonna happen by the time you spread it on your bar, it's gonna become grainy. So even if it's a little thin than what it should be, that's gonna be better. Just let it cool and it will set up and it will cut very easily. So this is what the finished fudge bars look like. You'll notice if you look at the picture with the pan, how it looks like a glaze instead of frosting. There isn't like any swirls or anything through it. It's like it's just spread gently over the top. And the reason I like this glaze with this bar is because it kind of melts down in just a little bit and it makes it really soft and, and um, chocolatey when you bite into it. So I hope you will try this recipe. If you'd like to print off the recipe, you can go to buffalo.unl.edu. And as I said, this was a really popular recipe for us to take to potlucks or picnics. And we generally didn't come back with any. They pretty much so disappeared. So until next time, happy cooking.